0: hello whoa can you hear me yeah okay can you hear me i mean i can hear you <laughs> <laughs> oh oh no here we go okay gonna you never gonna let you down there are no strangers are. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> hello everybody and welcome to the glass ceiling podcast my name is anna
1: jasmine
0: and that's jasmine we are your co-hosts for this evening or this fine (laughs) morning whenever the heck you're listening to this and this is our second episode. If you guys have came from the first episode, thank you for listening to that. That was thank our you. first time ever doing some type of a podcast and we were really nervous, if you couldn't tell, and a lot of our <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, um, it was
1: a, I could go back and word things differently. I don't think
0: we're too good at answering things just <laughs> oh, on the spot. spot.
1: <laughs> uh, I know. We picked the hardest questions for each other, though. So.
0: Yeah, but it was good. I mean, it was a good brain exercise, I guess. You know? Okay,
1: so what are we talking about this week, Jasmine? Today we are talking about friendship, <laughs> maintaining
0: personal connections. That is the title of this podcast.
1: Hopefully, More specifically, <laughs> exactly. Because um, I'd say we've been pre- friends for like you know a pretty amount yeah. of time—not a long time, but it feels yeah. like it's been forever. And that's it. A good feels time. like
0: it's been a millennium. <laughs> yeah, like we pretty much know each other like the back of our hands I don't know I don't like that <laughs> I don't like that phrase but like that's the only thing I could think of right now but anyways before we get into all that we just want to check in with each other we already you know talk we already do like phone calls before this but I mean still
1: exactly you gotta check in with your bestie every now and then
0: check in with your bestie every now and then and we don't call each other all the time but we're gonna get more into that while we're answering a few of our questions so anyway mm-hmm. how are we doing today Jasmine what's been going on this week
1: ah well you know <laughs> in one of those weeks i'm currently in oregon actually by the way Ooh, Ooh hoo, 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 hoo. i know should i be flying no but um i'm here for precautions. <laughs> i am i brought a lot of masks and clorox wipes and i'm wearing <laughs> just covering head to toe pretty much uh, but i'm looking for an apartment so so far day one the search has been pretty good i wouldn't say it's a failure definitely far from that but you know, we're, we're definitely looking into our options right now, and hopefully we'll settle on something by the time we leave, <laughs> or I leave.
0: So They're not all winners, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary friends. They're all friends. not winners. <laughs> they are all not winners.
1: And you know it takes a lot of sacrifices, but you know it also takes sacrifices? Oh, wow.
0: Friendship. <laughs> Friendships take a lot of sacrifices. And at the end of this episode, we'll be talking about morals of the story, and I think that's a good foreshadowing.
1: You're right. So what have you been up to? So,
0: I just started my fellowship classes yesterday, um Monday, the uh, June 29th. <laughs> yeah, they've <laughs> I don't know, time I've been stamp really, it. I know time stamp it. I've been really like nervous to start these because I've met the people, my other fellows in the um program and I feel like I'm just completely underqualified in all areas. <laughs> but you know, that's just a, something that we all deal with um, one way or another, imposter syndrome. That's something that I know I've been dealing with. And oh, I know. We've been going through, I've been going through counseling for that and still kind of deal with it every now and then, but we're getting better at it. You know, we're all about self-care here. So, but yeah, other than that, this weekend I spent it with my family, not all my family, but just like a few of us, just because this past weekend was like my last free weekend to just have any freedom basically and have some fun. So We did a few outdoors activities, and we were safe. We took some precautions. We wore our masks, even though it was hot as hell outside. (laughs) And (laughs) it was fun. Yeah, it was nice to just get outdoors, go swimming, go do some hiking, and just spend some time with my mama before I don't see her for, like, the next two months. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But, yeah, she's been telling me about my cat, and she's really lonely. So
1: I really need some (laughs) outdoors, especially now. I feel like I've been stuck inside for a who knows how long?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: Definitely. actually kind of been aching for like, you know, some type of journey or adventure.
0: Yeah. We actually went to the hot springs in Colorado and they were really nice, but Ooh. Um, somewhere around like three o'clock or so, we had to leave because it was getting cloudy and there was supposed to be thunderstorms. So yeah, oh gosh, it, it was fun. Yeah. While well, we were there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, just a lot of relaxation this past weekend. And now we're just getting into the grind of things for the next right? six
1: weeks. For us, it's Monday right now, so mm-hmm. which in COVID doesn't mean anything, really. It doesn't but, really mean anything. <laughs> uh, just trying to get back on it. Uh, so this episode's about maintaining personal connections, which um, if you're human, I'm pretty sure you've gone through at least one personal connection in your life. Hopefully it's with your mom. <laughs> but no judgment.
0: <laughs> no judgment whatsoever. This is a no judgment zone, okay? We're going to emphasize that many times throughout this whole no series.
1: judgment. Um, and if you're
0: here and you're being a judgmental little son of a bitch, <laughs> beep. you and your sorry ass can get out of here because we don't—we <laughs> don't tolerate that.
1: We don't. I don't know. How do you even begin talking about friendship? It's such like a—I don't. I feel like that's a thing not many people talk like they talk about it a lot, but never about the actual topic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we all
0: find. We all find, like, our little cohorts when we're young or at different ages. Nobody ever discuss what, you know, what you define as a friendship. Because friendship can be, as a term, can be really subjective to everybody. Oh, I
1: Definitely. And, like, it definitely took me a long time to, like, kind of process, like, who I have around me and who I keep Mm -hmm. in my tight circle. Because I don't, I don't I I consider myself, like, pretty in the middle, but mostly introverted so I don't mm-hmm. really keep like a big circle of like close friends. I have a lot of acquaintances, mm-hmm. but like, like personally, I guess my own definition of like a friendship or companionship is like my ride or die, my own bay, my soulmate, <laughs> like <laughs> someone I can meat. like, right, like someone I can literally see me in my like platonic life partner, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like I take it, I take it so seriously, and so I, I definitely do get hurt when like. I do have like a friendship that I thought would be like that, and then it kind of just like fades into nothing right <clears throat> um definitely upsetting right and
0: for me, I see I grew up around a lot of people because only child problems, but you know I feel like that's where we kind of defer a little bit because I feel like I develop friendships a lot more quicker than the average person because I feel like I establish a connection as soon as I meet somebody and I can really open up to somebody when I first meet them even though we don't even know each other we've never seen each other before so I tend to overshare a lot so if I if I do that then basically you're you're automatically my friend I just (laughs) we can just literally look at each other and be like hey you know what's going on and we're friends like that you know I I mean that's pretty much how
1: our friendship started that's pretty
0: much how our friendship started yeah and again that's how well that's how we balance each other out and we have a whole segment about that in our podcast later. or we have a whole segment about that later on as we get more into our discussion but yeah see I for me friendship I really like somebody who for me, friendship, the way I define it is just genuinely enjoying being in somebody's company or enjoy enjoy somebody's company, just always having a good time with them. And you know that you always have a good time with them. You'll have good conversations with them. And conversations are a really big thing for me, too, because I feel like I can blabber on all night. I mean, that's what me and Jazz do all the time.
1: So, <laughs> oh, gosh. Our yeah, seven-hour phone conversations. Seven-hour
0: phone calls. You know, that's not great on the body, especially getting older now. <laughs> or but, the
1: mind. Like,
0: or the mind but they're definitely you know needed especially being long distance and everything but yeah just really loving being in you know the same circle as somebody and just enjoy talking to them and just enjoy spending time with them. you don't even have to like go out and do different things or even talk you can just enjoy being in each other's space basically
1: right which is why like I kind of would call it like a platonic life partner like of course yeah. like, you have your romantic life partner but like it's someone who like really sees like a different side of you.
0: Yeah, somebody who sees com- something completely different from what the public eye sees, basically.
1: Yeah, like the yin to my yang, you know, the yin stuff to like my that. Yang. Um, again, we haven't been friends that long, but it feels like it's a, a long time.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> I know when you think about it, like we we really started talking to we, we didn't really start getting to know each other until about twenty seventeen, but twenty sixteen, like the end of twenty sixteen, is where we really. Where we really hit it off because of a very traumatic event. I guess, do we want
1: to get into this? Yeah, we can, like, summarize it. I don't even know how we clicked. Because it was through, like, mutual friends or acquaintances and stuff like that. And then, like, we somehow got each other's phone number. And then, like, I remember it was, like, a Friday. We were like, hey, let's all, like, hang out. And then it was, like, the three of us. And I remember kind of being like, there's nothing to do around here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then that was kind of like the last time I ever really like hung out before the big incident that really like solidified our friendship or like was the catalyst to the like our friendship in general yeah so
0: like we didn't hang out with each other individually we always hung out with each other in groups of friends or with other people basically we knew of each other but we didn't really know each other that well we weren't Friends, friends, we were like acquaintances, I guess. Of course, as most colleges and universities do, they send students home or they have winter break. So, like, we we're supposed to take a shuttle to the airport from our university that we were at to the airport and then from the airport back to the campus when we did return to campus for winter term or for whenever we were coming back, basically.
1: Right. And mind you, it had been snowing for maybe a week mm-hmm. before we were leaving, if not maybe like a few days, but not bad and they still told us like don't worry the buses are big boys they'll like they'll definitely be able to drive through the snow like don't worry about anything at all my flight was at like seven
0: yours was at seven and mine was at five in the morning so these are
1: both in that's the right and um so the buses to take us to the airport at like 2 a.m
0: so me and Jazz knew each other at this point because we hung out with each other and we got um our phone num- we got each other's phone numbers so I we both lived in different dorms at the time, and when I was in the bathroom, I I got a text message on my phone. Um, I guess everybody else who were who was trying to get on the bus, we all had a group chat, but some of not everybody was in this group chat. Jasmine wasn't in the group chat. I <laughs> <And,
1: laughs> was cool enough. It's fine.
0: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but basically they let us know that the buses weren't running. So they had to we had to find our own means of getting to the airport in Portland. And
1: like, wasn't it like around 10 p.m.? Yeah, we were supposed to leave in like a few hours. But now it turned out to be like, OK, how are you even going to get to Portland? I think it was actually time? more
0: closer to like midnight or something. I remember it being a little more towards midnight. Oh,
1: was it? Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, you're right. Because I was going to take a nap i yeah. remember and then we were gonna leave okay
0: yeah so then i messaged jasmine and i told her you know, i texted her i was like hey did you hear did you get this message and then she was like what and then i said you know the shuttles are not coming everybody's freaking out like i don't know how we're gonna get to the airport so then i went ahead and went over to her um dormitory and i just brought all my stuff up with me and and everybody <sighs> like all the students like the ones who were supposed to get on the shuttles we we're all like just running around with like headless chickens basically trying to figure out how we're going to get to the airport
1: oh and by this point the snow picked up a lot
0: and the snow was picking up and it was sticking and it was cold and it was just like we're all anxious
1: (laughs) so just just picture this i don't know how to pack well so naturally my suitcase is you know a pretty good weight (laughs) um and i was not wearing the right shoes that night (laughs) <laughs> see,
0: we were not prepared for this at all because our intentions were to ride the shuttle to PDX, get to the airport, and then check in and then whatever. So I only wore my sandals because you know they're easy to get through TSA and TSA is very stressful as it is. But no, of course the shuttles the shuttles cancelled on this. There was a group of us that were just gonna try to find a way. We we're gonna go wait at the bus stop to see if we could get, if the buses were still running and if we could get on the buses to get to the to the um, what is it called the light rail or something the light rail system and then Uh, that would take us the max yeah so then that would take us to the airport so we're still trying to hold out you know we're trying to be hopeful even though we were all cold and tired
1: just imagine like a huge group of college kids piling onto a bus with not just ourselves but like our full-size luggage like everybody had a full-size luggage Mm -hmm. on that oh that godforsaken bus ride (laughs) on that bus ride man and long story short we finally get to the Maxwell after like an hour and a half of being on the bus. Oh
0: my god! And just
1: picture a bunch of Hawaiian kids, because it's pretty much who was on the bus, <laughs> sharing a single pack of <laughs> like hand warmer. Like we're literally passing it around.
0: <laughs> literally. So we only had a very limited supply of these little hand warmers. And we all, there was about like, what, six of us? And we were all sharing a little, <laughs> little packet of a hand warmer that was already pretty much you know, done, like it was already
1: used up. The and only thing keeping it warm was like our own palms, pretty much. Basically, just the friction. Like it was like the other to, like... person's body heat, pretty yeah. much just keeping it warm. <laughs> We're just passing it around. Yeah. Then so we, we get on to the max, yeah. and like, what, it's another hour?
0: Yeah, and you know, everything's icy, so they're trying to take precautions. But imagine going at a speed of like maybe what's 75 or so? but taking breaks every now and, like every, what, 10 seconds or even yeah. like, five seconds. That's how the ride was the entire time. But there were some people that were getting nauseous. <laughs>
1: oh, Some people being me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Because that entire journey, we stuck with each other the entire time. Yeah. And when we got to the airport, it was, I wouldn't say it was a big reward, but it definitely felt like a big reward considering how dehydrated and hungry we were. So we went through that trial. Never want to go through it again. We always talk about it. We always and talk about it.
0: That's like this still can't believe we went through it friendship.
1: yeah oh of a little bit of
0: a of everything just kind of sprouted from there and-
1: our friendship in the beginning like after that then we met each other again like during of semester like then kind of just like kicked of off from there because again we would always talk about this shining moment in our lives
0: yeah because um, we had a we had a group of friends that we hung out with all the time and oh yeah I mean definitely. yeah it was just a, all over great time that second semester of freshman year we just yeah all there was a large group other. of
1: us but yeah. the two of us definitely stuck to each other a lot yeah we're the and ones like, that got closer throughout the group yeah and normally like you have like a set of friends so you either spend like a lot of time together or like very kind of like inconsistent or infrequent amount of times together but like mm-hmm. it's still like a like a pretty solid bond but we kind of did both yeah Um, and especially now that we're like long like we did short distance because we lived with each other at one point and then now Mm -hmm. we're doing long distance because we're both in different places Mm -hmm. and um i don't know i don't know i don't know how we maintained our friendship and i don't like it just happened yeah
0: well like when we're when we're talking about this episode like i think we both kind of drew blanks because we're like I honestly don't know how we maintain our friendship this long. <laughs> I mean, like obviously when you go to like a new place, I mean, like especially starting college, you start out with a large group of friends and then you all start, you know, growing up, going through different life differences and just different experiences. And everybody, you know, starts to kind of drift off. It's just natural. I mean, you know, there's no sugarcoating it. Everybody goes their separate ways because we all grow up and, our interest changes, you know? I mean, like, we all go into college around 18, 17, whatever, and then you go into your 20s and 20s, your early 20s especially, are very crucial times for growth. And, of course, there's a lot of life lessons to be learned there and a lot of mistakes that were made. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, that's just life, basically, you know? Like, there's really no way
1: else of explaining it. Like, I think our secret is that we formed kind of like a pattern because at one point we could understand each other and... I mean, it's hard now that we're not in person, but, like, mm-hmm. we understood each other without having to say a single word.
0: For yeah. example,
1: the gym. We were gym buddies. Mm-hmm. And, like, we both have our own headphones in. And... <laughs> but we did the same routine. And we would just look at each other and be, like, this? Thumbs up. Okay, let's do it. How many reps? This time. Okay, cool. Done. Like... Yeah.
0: We didn't even need to talk to each other. It was all, like, non communication type of thing.
1: Right. And I think that's definitely crucial. Even, like, we were in the cafeteria like if we both we both somehow would see like the same thing at the same time and have (laughs) Mm -hmm. the exact same thought and we would just look at each other and just know like Mm -hmm. like ha, that was funny and then we would just both be crying laughing for no reason yeah
0: Yeah, so just like those little things just really brought us together so much closer and i guess i mean now we're here you know like we're just completely (laughs)
1: inseparable basically um and sneak peek to a later podcast but fun fact I'm a Capricorn and she's an Aquarius, and, and I'm an Aquarius. we're not supposed to get along.
0: We're actually not supposed to get along. Like our signs, we just don't, we're not supposed to mesh with each other as well as we do.
1: But I do have a lot of Aquarius mm-hmm. just in my natal chart, and she actually has a lot of Capricorns. So I think it mm-hmm. like, we just balance each other out. It's really interesting.
0: Yeah, and I have works. a really, yeah, in my, I have like this radar that I call like my bullshit radar. <laughs> and I can, oh, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it's too good for, you know it's scary but sometimes when i first meet somebody i can just feel their i hate this word but vibes i can feel their energy when i first meet them and you know nine out of ten times that radar has been completely correct and <laughs> of course there are some times where she's not correct and i have to you know have to reform myself but <laughs> a majority of times she's correct and with jasmine like i never got that like we've always just don't. somehow like i don't know we're like magnets we just somehow like came together
1: basically yeah (laughs)
0: but yeah i mean uh of course when we were still at the same when i was still up in oregon and everything we did spend each other we would spend days with each other all the time we spent every day with each other we would go out and eat with each other or we would go grab drinks and like coffee not
1: alcohol because we weren't (laughs) old enough
0: but i mean like or we would go study in like study rooms or just you know do a bunch of stuff together
1: and yeah, like we knew we how to did, plan it out because, like, we knew how
0: to plan it out, yeah.
1: Like, we spent a lot of time with each other, but then, like, I think even at times when we did get annoyed, like, we understood space mm-hmm. without having to verbally communicate it. Um, and I don't know, we also like came Again, up with our own language non- at yeah, one point. it's
0: all about that non verbal communication. Just like, if you can kind of sense something, just be like, okay, I'm gonna back off a little bit,
1: you know, exactly. And like, we kind of like came up with our own little like language in a way. Yeah, like we roast each other on a regular pretty much um <laughs> uh, and I found out that apparently like not other people talk that way and so sometimes it doesn't sound nice like we call each other bitch a lot but it's it's <laughs> it's usually like an exaggeration when like something comes up or like mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it like it's just like I mean,
0: yeah it's very common with people who are just that close with each other you know we're just those bitches basically <laughs>
1: Exactly, and like I, I mean if you get
0: it, you get it, if you don't get it, then like you need to find your bitch get out
1: basically. yeah, exactly, you have not found your bitch,
0: yeah, <laughs> you find your bitch, but when you find your bitch, you'll know that's your bitch, and then that'll be your bitch for your life, basically, exactly, but yeah, we yeah, we met each other when we were eighteen, so of course, that's kind of the time oh where my gosh, we, we're
1: babies, yeah, we were
0: babies, and that was the time where you know friendship meant you hung out with each other every day, and you know you had to spend every living moment with that person every day, but now, as we're. Well, into our early 20s, of course, your friendship matures. And I feel like, especially with us being away in different states, different places of the country, we've both really like took a step back in our friendship and just kind of did our own thing for a little bit, which is healthy. I recommend everybody doing it, you know, because <laughs> if you spend too much time with each other, of course, there's going to be conflicts, you know, and that did happen with a few of our you know (laughs) friendships and um acquaintances (laughs) but i feel like me and jazz have just like been lucky and we just kind of knew how to work around this basically so right our friendship is so much stronger now
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh when we come together
0: yeah we're both completely different than we were when we were 18 but now like when we get together man the whole world is going to just Just
1: burn yeah exactly it's just it's not gonna be able to handle us Mm-hmm. i can barely yeah. handle us now <laughs> i can barely
0: handle us now exactly and you know of course we're kind of like a yin and yang almost i mean again we're just like a, almost like a basic best friend type of relationship we're very similar in many ways but we're also super different we're completely different from each other
1: yeah and i think another thing too is that we do give each other space like we do. We message each other every now and then but we don't have to talk to each other 24 7
0: yeah we don't talk to each other at all i mean like we our phone calls we call each other like what every two months or something <laughs> right but, like, for we seven talk- hours
1: and then like it kind of makes up for it
0: yeah but like we just we just talk or we send each other stuff on like tiktok or instagram or snapchat but like we never verbally talk to each other until like you know every every quarter or something <laughs> like
1: mm-hmm. definitely but hey it works out it's not for everybody yeah. But
0: it's not for everybody. Yeah. And I feel like those who those of you who might be a little younger, and you might be questioning some of your relationships and friendships, you know, it'll start to make sense when you get older. I mean, like, I'm only 22, like, you know, but I feel like we've just been through so many things. I've been through a lot of, you know, I've had a lot of friendships, and I still have some friendships. And, you know, you just learn as you grow up that, you know, you're not going to be there with each other all the time, you have to learn to be independent at some point, you can't always rely on somebody. And you have to find out who you are as a person without being with your other person, basically.
1: Mm -hmm. So, like, this podcast is like, or this episode specifically, is kind of more about like friendships and companionships. I guess Mm -hmm. you can kind of apply it to like relationships in general, romantic Mm -hmm. or platonic. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it. It's definitely hard. I mean, it took how long for us to finally meet each other? Like, eighteen years. (laughs) Like, it's
0: just a few geographical differences.
1: (laughs) You know, yeah. I'm all the way in the middle of the ocean. You're in the middle of the desert, you know. <laughs> it's like, our friendship's like a really bad, like, Netflix rom-com, if you think about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Just the, the whole plot, you know. They're gonna
0: write, yeah, they're going to write a Netflix series about us one of these Ooh,
1: days. <laughs> copyright. Uh, but there's one thing that always happens when you have a friend for a long time, and it'll always come up, especially if it's during college or if it's after high school,
0: mm-hmm. and that's
1: living with each other.
0: Yep.
1: And... Just, you know, caution. If you're currently thinking about living with your friend or best friend or anybody that you've known for a while, like, just really think about it. Like, know that you're going in and you might not come out the same way.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you always hear from people, you know, you really, you have to be careful if you're going to, if you're choosing to live with your best friend. Because, yes, you might live together in a dorm situation not in the same room or on the same floor or whatever, but it's a whole different story when you guys start living in the same space.
1: Oh, definitely. There was four of us, and we had our own rooms in our mm-hmm. little like dorm apartment, and shit hit the fan what like shit, the, shit <laughs> hit like, hit the fan, yes. like a month or two into that semester. But like the thing is, we'd all been friends since freshman year, and this was junior year. Mm-hmm. All been friends since freshman year spent around like the same amount of time with each other. Mm-hmm. like nothing changed other than the fact that we lived with each other now because mm-hmm. we used to live either like in like separate dorms or different like dorm houses, I don't know how what you would call it. Yeah. Um and then we'd live across from each other in the same dorm. And now we'd like transitioned into like actually like living together mm-hmm. in one unit and oh, like I I recommend it. Like if you're thinking about like being really close or spending a lot of time with somebody, live with them. Because um, even one year will like, definitely like, change the way you see them.
0: Six months, even less. <laughs> oh,
1: my God, I know. I had to leave less than six months after. Uh, like You'll start to see traits you never thought your friend would have. And like mm-hmm. you kind of have to ask yourself, like, are you ready to handle that? And I think at the time, neither of us were Mm -hmm. because we were not mature we were very immature
0: exactly that's like the main thing you know you just we were so young at that point i mean like what a year or two ago but (laughs) we were so we were so young in our mindsets especially and i feel like a lot of our problems that we faced were all from maturity basically and just communication issues
1: definitely like we laughed like they make a sign like a roommate contract um when like you all live together, at least at our college. Very we did ironic. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and let me just say I've been in a couple of actually quite a like a few because of you know, I've been in a few different living situations at college and every single time there was always one thing that got brought up and that was that stupid contract. Because at mm-hmm. the beginning of the semester, when you and your roommate or roommates sign that contract, you're not thinking seriously about it at all
0: nope you are not at all
1: and it's like it's a joke it's ha 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 we'll never be like that but oh no like you will be because when you least
0: expect it yeah it's gonna come up
1: like take the contract seriously i'm gonna just tell you that we
0: cannot stress that i mean like yeah it's just a piece of paper and it seems like you know oh they really think that we're gonna start a fight with each other you know like but no seriously guys you're gonna be living in the same area as each other and it's going to get aggravating I mean that's coming from I mean like me I'm a very I get annoyed very easily and there were so many times that I did get annoyed but like I I kept it inside and I was very passive aggressive you know very petty and I just look back at it now and everything could have been solved if you would have just if I would have just said something you know if I would have just been up front and it may have caused tension at the time but it would have been completely different and it probably would have
1: been a lot better in the long run you know let's say you're not living in a dorm situation so you probably don't have a contract I think you should start one like or at least actually sit down and be serious don't drink don't smoke when you do this just like Mm -hmm. sit down and like talk about every possible scenario that'll happen Mm -hmm. and take note of it whether mental or like I would write it down put it in a google note spreadsheet something and like really talk about how you're going to deal with situations and whether or not like someone would rather be like texted or like confronted in person or mm-hmm. like emailed I don't know sticky note on the door you know if a problem does come up there's definitely one thing that you shouldn't do and that's put out passive aggressive sticky notes mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think we've all learned the hard way that yeah. that is not something that you would want to see or anyone else wants to see especially when it's targeted yeah. towards like you know yeah a specific person
0: Again, yeah, and this is all from like past experiences We're we're giving advice, but this is all just from things that we've witnessed in our living situation that we did a few years ago or like a year ago or so. So again, take our advice at your own discretion. But yeah, we've we've done everything petty. We've been very passive aggressive. And, you know, we look back at it now and it's I mean, it's still kind of like makes us cringe almost. you know.
1: <laughs> and you know what? I'll put it out there if like your roommate does put up a passive aggressive sticky note call them out because they probably deserve it but like Mm -hmm. let's be real
0: um and and I've
1: done it before and I deserved it Mm -hmm. um and I know other people too that also Mm -hmm. deserve it
0: yeah and I just want to say something really quickly um I'm gonna be upfront about it so if you have a friend, like, so let's say you're all sitting together, however many roommates you have, and you're, you know, getting together on a Google Doc or something, just trying to set some ground rules or make a basic contract. If you have a friend that's not taking it seriously, I'm going to tell you right now that that's the person you're going to have a problem with the most.
1: Because Ooh, hard that
0: That, hard facts, you can yes. already see how they're not thinking about it at a mature level because... Especially if you're living off campus, like with an actual like leasing contract, they're not going They're not ready for that type of life, you know. So you really have to be careful with those type of people. If they're not, so you're taking the contract or the legality, you know, of the whole contract seriously, then that's the main person you're probably gonna have. Um, you're probably gonna um, butt heads with basically.
1: Right, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. Even if that is your ride or die, just call yep. them out. Mm-hmm.
0: And even if they're your ride or die, they should be. You guys should be, you know, close enough to be like, hey, you know, like, call them out. And if they don't take it as well, give them some time to blow it off or give them some time to, like, walk it off. But if they still have some type of path- passive aggression towards you, then that's when you need to set some boundaries.
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, transitioning from that, speaking of boundaries, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, some unfortunate friend situations will end up with people who are toxic. Mm hmm um and or sometimes will result in like toxicity and i think you should definitely recognize those red flags early on again like if someone in your living situation or even like in your friend group i feel like every girl or guy or somebody like i feel like when you're in a group of people like you kind of have like that unspoken like rule because mm-hmm. there's like the girl code or whatever you call it but like yeah. call them out like and definitely like talk about it because that's going to come up later and it's going to come up again, and it's going to mm-hmm. keep coming up until, like, somebody says something, because the problem is just not going to go away.
0: Yeah, and we say, like, you know, communication is key. It really is, and I know it's a lot of it is easier said than done, you know, but
1: we're definitely is, still learning. Yeah. yeah, we're
0: definitely still, like, we're not perfect at all. I mean, we still have, you know, some shitty living situations, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just it really, it's really, like, a life skill just to learn how to take your problems head on and just confront them, whether it be a person or, you know, another issue or something. Just learn how to be direct and it'll really save you so much time in the future if you just take care of it then and, you know, worry about it later because it's only temporary. You know, everything is only temporary unless you let it live on and be (laughs) passive-aggressive and, you know, kind of ignite the fire more and more. You know, that's just, that's toxic on your part. And you also need to realize your own toxicity we can go around you know picking and choosing and you know recognizing all the flaws on other people all your roommates or whatever but you also need to take a step back look in the mirror do some journaling put some music (laughs) on (laughs) or something Mm -hmm. and look at why you think they might be acting like that and if any of it redirects back to you because I know I've definitely been in that situation where I have been mad at some people or I, you know, did some people dirty and I didn't see where I was at fault. I think it did take me literally leaving the living situation, leaving the state of Oregon (laughs) to realize I was wrong. And, you know, I do apologize to those people who I might have bad relationships with now or I might have ruined relationships with. But, you know, I just want to say I apologize and I am so much of a different person now, and I'm so sorry you had to see that side of me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Again, like with like with friendships in general, like you learn a lot about like a lot about yourself. And in a living situation, you will learn so much more about yourself mm-hmm. that like you might not even notice. Yeah. But yeah, it's good to take a step back and like journaling is definitely like helpful because mm-hmm. um, you can always refer back to it and be like, hey, this situation happened a couple times. maybe it's me maybe it's her maybe it's the universe me myself am very terrible at confrontation i'm learning and like definitely like i used to be pretty like uh, what's the word like i guess moldable back Mm -hmm. then like i used to kind of just be go with the flow like whatever i was that person that ignored the red flags or like ignored when like some like a bump in the road because i'm like oh whatever like i'll just keep pushing through because it's it's not a problem. Like, I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, me now and having, like, those past living experiences with friends and dealing with, like, friends in general, like, I definitely need to learn how to confront. Because mm-hmm. it's not healthy for, like, anybody. um, And especially yourself. Yeah. I would say I'm a very proud person. So when I sense that, like, a friend is uninterested in, like, a sort of way or, like, betrays me, it's, like... I have a hard time forgiving and I think that's my Mm -hmm. like that's my downfall in like a friendship. If there is not already a strong bond Mm -hmm. that has been formed then like I tend to drop off myself rather than confronting which like is a bad thing it's not great I wish I was better at confronting but I don't know I'm I'm definitely that type where I'll drop away when the vibe just isn't good. Um, I I don't recommend doing it unless that person is super toxic, but like just me in general, again, I have a hard time forgiving. It's, it's something I'm working through.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, the big step is just realizing what your flaws are, you know, and if we're on the topic of toxic traits, you know, I I know one of my main ones, and I think um, it kind of relates back to what Jasmine was saying is that, you know, I'm a very out of sight, out of mind person, you know, just for example, um, leaving the college that I left to and transferring to a different institution, I already knew that I wasn't going to keep any of the relationships or friendships or acquaintanceships that I made (laughs) (laughs) at that university. And um, it was mainly because I was putting it all on myself or like, you know, Oh, they don't care about me. You know, they could care less about me. So I'm just going to not message them or anything. So a lot of the time um, if you don't message me or if you don't keep me in your conscience or you know whatever then I'll automatically like kind of forget you and I'm you know it was really easy for me to drop friends at the time so and you know that was really wasn't the best thing to go through because I did hurt a lot of people but you know the important thing is as long as you realize what you're doing wrong and just you know try to get some help for it you know it's really hard to ask for help for some people finding a friend who you can talk to or a counselor if you want to get professional help I recommend you get professional help or just you know find your own outlet to learn about yourself and really just take that time to self-discover and recognize where you need to improve as where you need to improve in your soul and just try to align all your chakras you know (laughs) like try (laughs) to get back in alignment and just find the balance inside yourself whether whatever that might be you know and
1: just try to find your own journey back that way. Right. A lot of people like, I don't know, I I feel like, again, I tend to drop off if people are uninterested or, if you know, I sense that there's like a shift in like our friendship. Like I always tend to walk away. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wish I either confronted them or confronted myself Um, because there's people in my past where I wish like at the time I was angry Mm -hmm. and now I wish that I could just go back and redo Mm -hmm. like my part. Because at the end of the day, I was the one who walked away from a lot of my friendships, especially like in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's one of my biggest regrets is like not revisiting sooner. Yeah. Um, because we could have had a lot of great times together. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
0: That's okay. I mean, like, again, as long as you're realizing it now. And I mean, we're still in our early 20s. Of course, we're going through all this you know roller coaster of emotions and oh, you know,
1: self-reflection is self-reflection so important. you know
0: i mean that's really 2020 especially in this time that we're the kind of, ah, the world's kind stop of at it. Late, especially at the time in this time where everything's at a standstill everybody's kind of i feel like everybody's kind of going through like a self-enlightenment process of just you know learning who you are as a person because there's really nothing else to do other than sit in your own thoughts and you know Ooh, i deep. really i really hope that everybody is you know taking some time to heal from whatever they might be you know whatever they might have experienced in the past what's making them sad or whatever you know there's always an outlet for you to get out that negativity and turn it into something positive and turn it into motivation to make yourself into a better person Mm -hmm. but okay so then on another topic that kind of leads us into this next part um just kind of looking at the lessons and the morals of the story so while we're looking at ourselves and doing our own self-reflection. There are also just some people that you know you can't help or you can't fix, basically. You can help them. You can offer them services. You can offer them support. Give them some type of motivation or encouragement. But there are just some people who are so set in stone in their ways. It's not your, it's not your job to fix them. Right. Know. Even if it's... they are
1: like your friend. Like you can. Even and you if, can yeah. give a helping hand yeah but like it doesn't matter yeah yeah if the pattern just isn't changing then like what more can you do
0: yeah it doesn't matter how close you guys are you know there's only so much that you can do but it's the person it's all up to that individual for them to go and find help and we've had that certain situation where we tried to help a friend and you know we just I don't know (laughs) we probably didn't we tried hard we did and you know there's still some setbacks in my mind that you know, tell me, you know, you probably could have done more. You probably could have offered a little bit more, I guess, sympathy. But I think, again, at that time, we were all just very... That loving situation was very tense. Oh, my gosh.
1: And when you're in, like, a friend group where it's, like, more than two people, it's mm-hmm. definitely, like, it's harder to get your point across. Without um,
0: seeming like you're ganging up on them, basically.
1: Yeah. And that's a lot of the reasons why we, like, didn't really have a lot of confrontations. You don't want to feel like you're ganging up on one person, even mm-hmm. though sometimes like you just agree that like the cause of some of the issues is that one person i don't know like again like, we're not perfect i don't know what's a good way to go about that mm-hmm. but like still have definitely, troubles like, compensation oh definitely talking about it like you should yeah. bring it up and it's a topic that should come up if you plan to be friends mm-hmm. with them
0: if you really want to save your friendship then you'll take the time out of your out of your petty ass or <laughs> out of your pride you know <laughs> and go out there and be like hey what's up no like let's talk something's obviously up between us and i just want to open the ground and just let you talk am i doing something that's bothering you or you know what's up basically just trying to get that communication through because other than if you don't do that then everything's just nothing's gonna work and you're gonna ruin your friendships you're all gonna go in your separate ways
1: and again like don't be in a friendship or a relationship to fix someone oh yeah Again, like, you can help them, but don't make that your life's mission to, like, change who they are because, one, that's not nice. Yeah. I mean, again, like, it, it, I guess it's all intention. And it's all, like, you know, depending on the scenario. But, like, I, it's not your job, so why waste your time? Again, you you it's like, take a break, too. Like, yeah. just maybe that person needs space. And you know what? Like, breakups, even in friendships, are breakthroughs. Maybe, like, you stepping back will give them clarity or vice versa. I don't know. It's, like, yeah. friendships are complicated and it's hard to maintain them especially like I mean again we're long distance but we're still trying to make it work and I think mm-hmm. we've done a pretty good job but no
0: we didn't everybody's <laughs> different <laughs> ah well, Everybody. that's the end just kidding. no but yeah again just keep in mind you can only do so much and if that person is really just not you know meshing well with you or you guys aren't riding the same wave as each other maybe then that's when you can start looking about looking back at yourself and being like am I doing something and then just like really like reanalyzing your behavior and then if you can't find anything within yourself then there's really not much else that they can do and yeah. you just and have like,
1: to give the person their space right and again like don't don't think too much into it either yeah, like, yeah
0: that's a big thing
1: because I, like i can definitely overanalyze sometimes maybe it's it's more simple than you think it is
0: maybe somebody's just in a, in a really bad mood for some reason
1: you know everyone has a different way to like you know take their anger out and yeah or like convey like emotion and moods and how they're feeling i generally try to have like a happier mood even, even when i'm not feeling like that happy because i feel mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where it's like if you like smile even when you're sad it's kind of like i don't know how to describe it. it's like that psychology thing where it's like if you feel sad like try to smile you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah yeah i
0: definitely heard of that i, I, oh, I um, can't remember what it's called
1: though oh me neither because like just even like the like your muscles smiling like helps your brain i don't know what it's called but yeah, uh, I mean, we didn't so want to like... go
0: we didn't want to go way over time like we did with our introduction. <laughs> so we also wanted to keep a little bit more of a structure in this episode. So, mm-hmm. I think we and did it's a good such top.
1: a big topic, too. It like is, I, yeah. and we we, could... hit, we try to hit like the main points.
0: Yeah. I mean, we could go on for hours with this, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Again, like our friendship's not perfect, but like, No, it's not <laughs> I mean, it's only been what? It's like a few the best years. That it's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. So I guess, like I think moral of the story is like for me really try to stand and walk in the other person's shoes and like check yourself at the end of the day but yeah. also don't forget to really appreciate the people around you yeah because again like years later you're gonna think about it especially when you're in college and you're just like I miss those friends and I wish mm-hmm. things didn't change
0: definitely enjoy the little things and don't be afraid to take on your own demons because when you do you'll not
1: only it'll not
0: only benefit those around you but it'll Most importantly, benefit yourself.
1: True. And we're all about self-help here. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. And what is self-help? Breaking the glass ceiling.
1: Breaking the glass
0: ceiling. Ending the stigma on, you know, the taboo of mental health. We need to stop that and we need to start taking care of ourselves and we need to start implementing programs in the institutions to prioritize mental health just as much as physical health. And I rest my case. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. (laughs)
1: Uh, I never get to find your support group
0: yeah definitely find your support system because they're going to be the main motivators in your life and they're going to be the main things that help you help you gain your strength to do a lot of different things and that can be family that can be friends that can be I don't know any anybody else You know, just find that support system because when you find that support system I guarantee you you're going to find so much confidence and courage to do so many different things
1: definitely find your person mm-hmm
0: But don't rely on them too much. You you also need to learn to be independent. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Again, we're only speaking through experiences. Please don't take our advice as professional help.
1: (laughs) Everybody's different.
0: Everybody's different. We're all
1: definitely unique.
0: But yeah, that's everything. Do you have anything else to say, Jasmine?
1: no i think we're good
0: yeah so we'll again see you all next week yeah again we have our episodes coming out every wednesday we're gonna try to keep up with that schedule but we're both pretty busy in our lives right now um, me with my fellowship and then jasmine just trying to get her shit together um,
1: <laughs> it's, okay. it's still covid round two it's right still now
0: covid yes again everybody please take care of yourselves take a step back and chill out you don't need to be productive in this time please take some time to just Take care of yourself and, you know, just enjoy. Be satisfied.
1: Mm-hmm. Find what makes apart. you happy. Six <laughs> feet
0: apart. Wash your hands. Wear your freaking mask, people. Yep. But, yeah, until next time, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Again, you can follow us on our Instagram, the the dot glass ceiling on Instagram, and then our personals if you want, but mainly our Instagram page. And we also have our YouTube channel, Pineapple, pineapple Cactuses. cactuses. Oh my God, I'm losing my voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, you can find our vlogs there of when we used to go to college together in our younger years so but yeah Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we shall see you guys next week Bye. Bye. bye